My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today and I am I feel very privileged to introduce you guys to my guest Beate Chalette. Beate Chalette. You know what that's what happens to you and even when you practices and and you look at my name, I uh, there's this joke that I have, all right, Britt. And it's like, I always wait for the puzzled look, like whenever there's something being handed out or somebody gets an award or I'm somewhere and some, I'm getting introduced. And I know in the puzzled look, I'm like, that's me. <laughs> it's you guys, we, we were just discussing her name a few times. And of course I just butchered it, but Piate Chalette, you guys, she is a growth architect and founder of the woman's code. She's also the host of the business growth architect show. She is just incredible. And she works with visionaries, leaders who want to scale their impact and grow their authority. So welcome to the show, Beate. Thank you so much for putting up with me. How is it going today? <laughs> no problem. It's going great. Thanks, Britt, for having me. Of course. Now, I know I kept my part quite brief, but if you don't mind filling in the gaps, telling us about your journey and what brought you to where you are today, I know that you have a very powerful story and I would just love to take the time to really cover it before we dive into our hot topic today. Uh, absolutely. So I'm originally from Germany and I have originally a photography degree, so I don't have any business degree, but I was always drawn to the creative side of things and I became... Um, a photo editor in Germany. And then I immigrated to the United States. I started out as an artist representative, representing photographers. Uh, I ran a production company for still photography, really did uh, have a great time working with companies, Mercedes-Benz, BMW, Levi Strauss, Wrangler, and worked with talent back then, like Cameron Diaz, who was a hot little bikini no way oh yeah 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 I remember I remember Cameron Diaz walking to my little office on Melrose and you know we are casting her for Ocean Pacific and you know as bikini model and we say so how's it going she says yeah you know just wrap this movie with this guy Jim Carrey uh he's kind of funny you know it's weird movies like The Mask and you know, my girlfriend let me, uh, you know, left the thing for the audition out. And then I went and I got got the thing. And that was it. And the last time I ever saw her in a casting, because then her movie career took off. And from there on, I, um, I had started then a, what I call the decade of bad luck, where the stuff is where everything went wrong. And we're talking fires, floods, riots, earthquake, September 11th, and to top it off, a tsunami. So every time I went ahead, you know, somebody else took a frying pan and whipped me over the head. And then I fell back down. And I was a single mom at the time, $135,000 in debt. And I'm going like, man, this is not going anywhere here fast. Go to Germany, mm -hmm. drum up some business. And then my dad had a stroke. And my dad didn't have a stroke. My father had pancreatic cancer and he dies within six weeks. And now here I am, lost my best friend, my biggest supporter. I'm deep in debt. It is game over. And I had written in my absolute desperation, a letter to the president of the United States. I mean, pure desperation, Brett. 
And I get a letter from the White House a couple of months after this terrible moment of my life. And it put me in touch with the Small Business Administration. They helped me to get a loan, a 10-year fixed loan to free up, you know, to restructure my debt, freed up my line of credit. And next thing I know, I'm at break even three months later. And 18 months later, I'm the leader in my category, celebrity homes. And I attracted the attention of a Bill Gates company. And they said, how do you do it? I said, I won't tell you unless you pay me. They say, how much do you want? I said, I want a couple million. They said, fine. That's how I got to sell my business to Bill Gates. Oh my gosh. I Thank you for sharing this with us. This is huge. Like with everything falling apart one after another for you, you know, I think it can be very relatable to those listening. You know, oftentimes we're so close to something just incredible happening, but we go through like a shit show to get there. Now, I mean, you sold your business for millions to Bill Gates. And like, how did you feel before that? Like, were you like, tell me before this pivot happened, how were you feeling obviously defeated, um, hopeless? How did you feel? Like, it's, it's like, I think it's every emotion you can possibly imagine. Part of my, my appeal, I think today, Britt, is that I can relate to so much adversity and so much hardship because I experienced so much myself. There was this point where I always thought like, this is just not normal. I mean, how, this is really not normal. I mean, mm -hmm. other people, maybe your car break down, breaks down, okay. Or somebody in your family unexpectedly dies or, or maybe, you know, you, you, you lost something in a natural disaster, but I mean, come on, all of the above multiple times over, that's just insanity. So I, I felt like no matter what I did, it fell apart and I couldn't figure out until much later what it actually was. And it wasn't until much later that I figured out is that those of us who have a big job to do, uh, welcome to the big adversity club. I love that. Huge, huge. Well, thanks for sharing that. Now, you have a lot of value to add behind how to strategically grow your authority as an expert in your own industry. So I want to take the time that we need to really dive into this because I know you have a lot of value to add for myself and my listeners, and this is going to be very relatable. We all try to be, you know, we all want to grow in our own industry, grow that authority, you know, so let's just, let's dive in. You have the facts. Let's go into this. Yes. So the first thing I want you to really consider is what is the definition of authority? And that's where already I want to say 80% of people go off the rails because I think authority means celebrity or influencer. Now, the, the, rea the, the truth here is when I today scroll through my Instagram or any other feed, the minute you come across a talking head, which we are, and it goes like, five things to scroll, the two things that scroll, the one thing that no scroll. So this, the talking heads in your, in your feed are things where you go, oh gosh, I cannot listen to one more thing of this. And then there is it, the cat, the cat with the ski goggles in a backpack, you know, out there in the open skiing with their owner. Now you watch that thing for five minutes. So you have to remember that in order to be an influencer or to actually be a celebrity, 
you have to do the Gary V model, throw an obscene amount of money at everything. So you can do your Gary V vodka and your Gary V whatever, mm -hmm. and your Gary V car and airplane. But the truth of the matter is nobody really even knows what Gary V's business model really is. But it is, you know, him as a brand that then whatever he endorses somehow magically sells. That's not an authority model. An authority model is an industry expert in front of people that want what you have so consistently that when it comes to X, that is your experience in parentheses, that you are the logical choice. So if it's a sales training, then you are the logical choice to go to. If it is systems, like people come to me for signature systems, for system creations, for strategies, for plans, you know, that's what our branding positioning is. That's what we want people to come to us for. There are people that do the launch formula. That's Jeff Walker, that he's the expert in that particular category. They're speaking from stage, selling from stages, funnel hacking, Russell Brunson. They are experts in the authority in a particular subject. So when you talk about authority, the first thing I want for, it, for your audience to remember is like, what are you going to be an authority in? And then, then you have to devise the plan to get there. 100%. So get clear on that vision as to where you're wanting that authority. How did you get the clearest on your vision when you knew where you wanted your authority to stand? It typically is something that you are naturally so good at that you cannot believe other people don't know how to do that. So I would, when I used to work with my clients, I would just print out like on four pages, just like Xerox, and I'd give them this thing and say, oh yeah, and by the way, now that you have the strategy, here's how you build your signature system. And uh, you know, here's, here's how you name it, here's how you build the steps, here's the verbiage. And I remember them looking at me and they go like, I don't even, I don't even understand what this is. I said, yeah, but that's how you build your system. And they say, that's so genius. Can you give me a little bit more explanation? I said, well, how can you not know how to do this? I'm, I'm telling you how to do it. And they said, well, um, this may be easy for you, but it certainly isn't easy for me. I said, but we just spoke about it. And I'd go like, well, I mean, you said this, so therefore this. And you, you already told me there's five steps in it. And you already said those steps are pillars. And, and they said, can you help me with that? And so I realized that the thing that was so easy for me that I thought everybody knew how to do that was my zone of genius. That is my super skill. And so when I talk to people and we look at this thing, the authority, often it's something where you go, yeah, but that's, that can't be it. That's like so simple. Everybody knows how to do that. Uh-uh. Nope, 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 nope. Nobody knows to know, nobody knows how to do that as well as you do, which is why it's so easy for you that you think this is ridiculous. That's what you need to hone in on. Absolutely. Oh, I love this. Now, tell me a little bit about, you know, your podcast. What was the intention behind the Business Growth Architects show? Where is it at today? And let's talk about the authority that comes with podcasting as well. Yes. So the podcast was created because again, one of those things, and I love strategy. And a lot of times when I talk about strategy and systems and processes and workflows and automation and, you know, project management and scaling people go, yeah, I know I need this, but, uh, can I do something else first? Because they it's, you know, again, most people 
like the creative aspect of things, but then when it comes to the discipline to sit down and reverse engineering all these things, it's like, how do I, how do I get my freedom back? How do I not do 80% of the work? How do I do 20% of the work and hand out 80% of the work? They don't know how to do that, but I do. And so that's where I got into and said, how do I get this message out to people that there are many different strategies and take the fear out and help you to understand what it is that will resonate with you. And so I thought about creating a podcast where I can then ask my guests and bring in people strategically to talk to them about all the different strategies on whether that is podcasting, whether that's speaking, executive mm -hmm. roundtable, it could be podcast guesting or podcast hosting or both. It could be, um, you know, how do you build a remote team? How do you actually scale your company? How do I how do I build, you know, how do I protect my team? How do I, where do I find other people? How do I even know who I need for my team? How can I do all of that? And so that's what the podcast is about to really help the listener to figure out, that sounds like a good idea. I can do that. Or yeah, no, mm -mm, no, not a chance in hell. I'm going to stand in front of a thousand people in a crowded room. I rather, I rather, I rather, you know, rearrange my sock drawer 15 times or that's like a really great idea I love an audience you know that is so right for me but you don't know unless you've exposed to all these different strategies so that's what we do in the podcast absolutely incredible now Beate how do you work with your clients I know you work with visionaries and leaders to scale their impact do you mind running us through and take your time if you'd like of how you really go about helping them scale that impact how do you attract the right clientele that is ready to take that action to really step into that power and, and grow? Yes. So we, we designed um, something called the five star success blueprint. So not just do we tell other people how to build their own signature growth system. We have obviously our own and in the five star success blueprint, we have a very simple method that we, we take our clients through. So number one, you want to think about, what is your overall idea? Who are you serving? Who is your ideal avatar? What are the problems that your clients are having? And what are the solutions that they're looking for? The second step in the five-star success blueprint is the offer. Only when you have the first step and you know who the person is and what problems that they can have, you can actually make an offer that solves that problem. But it has to be in their language. Once you've done that, you go to the third part and that is building the systems. Do you have a signature growth system? Do you have a differentiation factor? Is it clear why somebody would come to you? Do you have a process in place so that you can serve more people? So it's not time for money, but that you have a one-to-many model. Do you have different models? Do you have that whole client transformation journey built out where there's an online course, for example, there's a lead magnet, there's a mastermind, there is a one-on-one -on -one coaching program. There's maybe a fractional a CEO or COO program, whatever sort of these pieces are, that all needs to be built in that third part of the five-star success blueprint. And then we go to the team, that's the fourth, where we then look at and say, now that we know what the systems are that we are building, who do we need right now? Who are the people that we need to bring on on the team to actually operate that machine that we are building? And then once that's done, then we look at you as a leader and we say, who do you need to be as a leader? to operate, to, to manage the team, 
that operates the systems, that manages the offer, that solves your client's problems. So that is where we go in. So number one, we help people to identify very quickly what their number one business growth blocker is, because mm. most people go, I don't know what it is. So but you I'm find the number one bottleneck that's holding them back. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Because people are in the sine wave. Right. Yes. And Perfectly said. Down, roller coaster. And they go like, I don't know what I need to do to get out of it. You need a system. It really is that simple. You need a system. Once you have a system, you know what you're building. If you don't know what your system is, you don't know what you're building, then you're trying different tactics. And that, Britt, and I'm going to be really honest with your audience here, that is how the whole internet marketing thing is designed, is for you to buy more. One more mm -hmm. thing. One more thing hack the funnel, but then you still need to launch a product. Then you still need to speak to, from stage. And you still need to learn how to sell from stage. Right. You still, still need this and still need this and still need this. And then you end up spending hundreds of thousands of dollars and you're still in the same income sign wave because it's not connecting. Stop buying stuff, connect what you have under one umbrella into one system. And then you know what you're doing. Absolutely. Now, do you mind talking to us a little bit about your what you have to offer? I mean, you have a growth system, eight week master, eight eight week mastermind, and you also have um another COO service. Now, do you want to talk a little bit about how you deliver these to your clientele and just so my audience know what's kind of what it's all about? Yes. So in the client transformation journey, and I'm going to, if it's okay, Britt, I'm just going to take him behind the scenes, right? Absolutely. So, so I looked at this and said, you know, in a client transformation journey, what are we, what are we actually building? What do people need? And there's three things that I found that people are need for the most part. One is they don't have a strategy. They don't know where they're going. Number two, they don't have a system, which is they don't have any idea how they're going to scale this because they just don't have that system. Or number three, they don't consistently build their authority or they don't build their authority in the right way. So we went in and we said, what do we need to do? What do we need to offer for people to help them with that? So number one, we said, I, you know, I work with people one-on-one -on -one to actually design their growth plan. We call this optimal alignment where we say, okay, who are you? What do you want? What, what does this look like? Do you have children? Do you need to go home at five o'clock? Do you, how much can you work? How much do you want to work? What is the model that's working for you? And we look at the different business models. People don't understand how many business models there are. And so finding the right business model for you is, is, is absolutely imperative for your success. So I help people do that. That's a one-on-one -on -one program where we do that in person in an entire, in one full day, we can map the whole thing out. I have a process for that or we do it remotely via Zoom, or we do it over a course of two, three days, depending on how people learn. I'm a, I'm a certified Myers-Briggs practitioner, and I always look at how people learn, and then we design the experience around how it works for them. You can't overwhelm people, and you have to make sure that you deliver what you deliver in a way that that makes sense for them. The second piece, and th that's our signature growth mastermind, that's our mastermind where we, in eight weeks, literally take um, people through their entire body of work. And we, we have a process where we pull all of this into one 
it has done this now a couple of times, so it just throws me out. What's the last thing you heard? Okay. The second piece that we're working on is called the Signature Growth System. And the Signature Growth System is an eight-week mastermind where we help our clients to look at their entire body of work. People always say you get rich in the niche. And that oftentimes is rich. But many people is, is, is already uh, anxiety-inducing because mm -hmm. they go, I have such a vast body of experience. I can't just do one thing. So what we do is we build the umbrella over it and then we give that a name and then that becomes the niche. So I do business consulting, but if it would be business consulting, I'd sound like everybody else. But if I'm the growth architect and I'm the inventor of the five star success blueprint, now I have a proprietary method that I have as my differentiation factor to my clients. So that's what we build for our clients. And in eight weeks, they go through the program. And then, you know, we have people that literally with, we just had a, an after, after mastermind um, debrief, every single person in this particular mastermind got their money back by closing jobs. I mean, within one to three months after they, after they finished the program, which is, which is fantastic. Wow. Absolutely. And, and the third piece that we do, and this is something we just launched, that is for podcast hosts to do a content maximization service where we take the podcast and then we take the podcast and we break it down into about 80 to 100 pieces of touch points per week across all platforms. And we just take the podcast, we do everything else. This is absolutely amazing. Uh, I mean, thank you for taking the time to take a step-by-step because step, it's important. It's true. Now you mentioned uh, niching down. That is such a hard thing for some people, for some entrepreneurs to do. I, I, I hear it all the time as well. So you're correct with that. Now, I love that you put an umbrella and you niche it down that way um, for, in order for you to really stand out and be clear as to, okay, this is what she does. And this is just narrowing it down. Right. And then you're able to attract the right clientele a lot easier. Would you say, or what are your thoughts behind that? It is 10,000 times easier. So when you go in and you don't talk about, you know, let's say a Brit is a difference on whether or not somebody calls you. And then you say, well, I do this and I help you with this and my team and we do, it becomes a me, 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 me fest. But if you say I'm Brit and I'm the inventor of this system and with this system, we achieve the following client transformation and not just are we achieving client transformation, but we have five entry points in this system because most clients have already done parts of this. Not everybody needs the whole thing. So we can help you to figure out which piece it is that you actually need. You already pre-sold everything else now. Because if you have a five-step a five step system and they fall on one step, they already know there's four other pieces there. And they're going to be thrilled that they don't need all five because they go, right. oh, yay, you know, I already have some of these pieces in place. A hundred percent. And also you attract, like, honestly, I'm not trying to say better clientele, but really you better do. Clientele. You're not, you're not going to be wasting your time with people who are not the right fit. You're not taking on everyone. You're saving time. You're making more money. You need to niche down. So I love that. We mentioned that simple. Now, Beate, what would you say as successful as you are, 
any common traits you see in hyper successful entrepreneurs, leaders, visionaries, let me know. Yeah. So there's a couple of things that always keep up coming again and again and again. And number one, mindset and practice of clean thinking. The cleanliness of your thinking is probably the biggest step to success. And the best way I can explain this, I just, I, you know, I keep listening to this ever, every, every day over and over and over and over again. So you have to think about that there's a conscious and a subconscious part of your brain. And the subconscious part, your entire life looks for evidence that everything you believe in is true. That is why so many people are so unbelievably stupid because they have no original thought. They have one set of thoughts. They believe everything that they think. When you get to a certain level, you know everything you think is not true. And so you have to learn how to trust that the information that is out there from people who have done successfully what you're trying to do is probably more valuable than your subconscious trying to tell you that everything that you believe in is true. And so instead of letting your subconscious thought process dictate what you believe and not believe in, you now take the conscious thoughts of what you learn and what you experience from people who are doing it successful and you push that thought process into your subconscious so it becomes your new operating system. And if you master that, that's what people get successful because they learn how to reprogram their thought process and say, now that is a story that my mom mistreated me, that I have all this trauma. It is true that that happened. But if I give that so much power, then everything I do is a result of why I believe that I've been so mistreated. But if I say, and Tony Robbins said this perfectly in his Netflix documentary, I'm not a guru. He says, I have to thank my mother for everything, including the trauma she put on me, because if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't become, have become who I am today. And if you look at it from that perspective to say, this was the training to make you become this person, that's what everybody has in, in common. They have a mindset practice they practice clean thinking and they do not let their story dictate who they are. Love this. And it's so true. You know, I feel like the people that have gone through the most um, trauma, whatever it is, their story is the most powerful thing. If you can, if you don't let it, if you don't let it stop you, right. There are lots of people who use that as, oh, I don't want to say this, but an excuse not to do what they were built for. And the people that don't use that as an excuse are, like you said, very successful and, you know, they overcame it and they are able to share that with the world. And it's so powerful. So love it. Thank you so much for sharing those three tips with us. And I think it's very much true. Now, Beate, what would you say is your main practice for, is it those three steps um, for your success? Well, I, I have learned shockingly that when I sold my business, I, I, I thought that, oh, I have it figured out now. And now from here on forward, I never have to do this again. And I was completely wrong because what really is the truth in, in our journey is that it is an ongoing journey. So the minute you arrive at a particular point to next, to get to that next level, what got you here isn't going to get you there. But that's not only true now, that's also true for the next level, in the next level. And so the sooner you let go of this 
of this notion of getting there, but that is there and there and there and there. So my practice really today is I have to take time every day for my mindset. And I do that by listening to a mindset podcast or I listen to, you know, a program or I do something around sales, you know, things that I need to improve my skill on to just constantly keep me in that mindset. The second thing I practice is clean thinking more and more and more. I want to watch my language. What do I say? You know, I had somebody on my podcast who says, don't say it's a bad day. Say I'm having a bad moment. So you mm -hmm. limit, you limit your exposure. So you, you pick these pieces um, that you hear that resonate with you and you make that part of your practice. Another thing I heard just last week was stop self-abuse. And you go, self-abuse? Oh my God. You know, aren't we like when we work until eight o'clock, nine o'clock, because we're so passionate about, isn't that self-abuse? Isn't, mm -hmm. isn't that what we really do? So to, to also understand that hard work isn't really a measurement of anything. I know plenty of people don't, don't work hard and make a ton of money. So if they don't work hard and make a ton of money, it must be possible. So why am I working so much? So yeah, that's you, what you, go ahead, Britt. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but like, like you said, like you can't trade time for money. No. No, I mean, you can, but that's a, that's a you can, but formula. It's, yeah. There you go. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's it. You figure out what is your practice. Um, Gary, my, my partner, he, he does mindset. He does meditation. Mm -hmm. That is somehow more difficult for me because I'm maybe more visual, but you know, he likes the, my, he likes the meditation. Some people do yoga. I'm not a really big fan of yoga. I like hiking, you know, mm -hmm. when I'm hiking and I'm in that, in that rhythm and I listen to my stuff that seems to be, you know, really getting uh, in, in my head without limitations. So you have to figure out what works for you, but you have to have a practice every day. No question. Everybody has that who is successful. 100%. And it looks like different for every person, whether it's yoga, whether it's working out, hiking, meditation, everyone's looks different, but you got to have something in place. It sets the tone for the day and um, it's very powerful. So Beate, thank you so much for taking the time out of your, your day to really hone in on what you're doing. It's huge. And not even just sharing it with myself, but my entire audience and sharing your story and being vulnerable about the challenges. Because oftentimes we only see the success. And what I, what I like to share on my podcast is, you know, the challenges that you have to overcome to get there sometimes. Right. So, um, that's, what's going to be most relatable. So thank you so much. And I wanted to just give you the last couple minutes here to talk about any little bits and pieces that you'd like to, you know, let my audience know about and the best way to connect with you. If there is anyone interested looking to reach out. Yes. Wonderful. Well, first of all, everybody who is listening to, uh, the Rebels podcast, please do Brit a favor and head on over where you are listening to this podcast and give her a five-star review with a comment, please, because that makes all the difference in the search engine and then the algorithm to have her help her reach more people with the uh, with just the passionate work that she does and share this particular podcast interview with one other person that needs to hear what we talked about today, because that is how we grow Brit's podcast. You can reach me by going um, and doing a search for Beata Chalette or the Growth Architect. 
you can go to um, the website Growth Blocker Quiz. Uh, that's Growth Blocker Quiz to find out what your number one business growth blocker is. It'll take you through a fun little quiz and then you'll know exactly where you need to get started and what that first hurdle is. Or simply go ahead and reach out and, and schedule a call. Uh, go to uncoverysession.com and book your 15-minute complimentary session. We're always happy to talk to you and help you figure out what it is that you need to do to really grow your business or scale it to that next level. Uh, DM me, say hello, wherever you want to say hello. I'm pretty much on all social media. Incredible. Thank you so much, Beate. Today was amazing. And I, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day and out of your busy schedule to come on here and share everything that you did with myself and my audience. You guys go check her out, The Growth Ar Architect on social media, okay? Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you are a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on, just like Beate Chalette. Chalette. Beate Chalette. Beate Chalette. I promise I will get it eventually. <laughs> Please go to top100interview.com. I'd love to have you guys on as well. Thank you so much, Beate. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.